When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Saturday the 12th of March. I'm Ellie House. And I'm Laura Cook. Kiev braces for a renewed attack. The armour has now repositioned itself all around the western edges of the city, uh, and guns pointed at the city as if for a, as an assault. And Putin gives the green light to deploy mercenaries from the Middle East. <laughs> Regarding the gathering mercenaries from around the world for Ukraine, we see them. The Western sponsors of the Ukrainian regime do not keep it secrets. They do it openly, disregarding international law. So if you see people who want voluntarily without payment to come and help people living in Donbass, well, we need to meet their efforts and help them reach the combat zone. The Times Daily World Briefing. It's day 17 of the war in Ukraine, and the capital is bracing for a new assault. Satellite imagery taken by US company Maxar on Friday showed Russian military units deploying ever closer to Kiev and firing artillery towards residential areas in surrounding towns. The armour has now repositioned itself all around the western edges of the city, uh, and guns pointed at the city as if for a, as an assault. We don't know if the assault is coming, but uh, on the western fringes, uh, the defenders have now been digging in in the forests on the, on the west side. Uh, we were in uh, trenches, very kind of First World War looking trenches with dugouts, uh, waiting for the tanks to come rolling through the forests. Times of London correspondent Richard Spencer is in Kiev. They are preparing this assault on, on Kiev. Uh, I don't think they're going to sort of send tanks down the main boulevards yet, though that is, you know, their end, their end goal. Uh, they're, they're going to soften uh, things up from the outside and particularly from the west side with all that heavy artillery that we've seen. He told Times Radio that volunteers in Kiev have been preparing defences digging trenches, setting up tank traps and trying to barricade the boulevards in the city. That feels quite fragile. Um, you know, I can't, I can't imagine these territorial, uh, you know, volunteer mm. forces holding up the full weight of the Russian armour if they get through the front lines. Ukrainians are also preparing psychologically. The armed forces have published a photograph of the so-called Ghost of Kiev, an unnamed fighter pilot wearing a large silver and black helmet obscuring their face, who is claimed to have shot down 10 Russian warplanes. Jack Watling, research fellow in land warfare and military science, spoke to Times Radio. I think for for people who are 
psychologically preparing for you know what is coming, heavy artillery strikes and, and risking their own lives, there is a huge value in symbols. And so we always see militaries place massive symbolic importance on certain individuals, um, the ghost of Kiev being one of these. Now, whether that individual has done all of the things that are attributed to them or whether what we're seeing is the aggregation of activity by a number of Ukrainian pilots being put on one person, as it were, mm. for propagandistic reasons, is, is difficult to tell. Outside of Kyiv, Russian forces continue their attack from the south and the east, but the cities of Mariupol, Kharkiv and Mykolaiv remain under Ukraine's control. Efforts to evacuate civilians from the besieged territories were blocked yesterday. Ukrainian Deputy Prime Minister Irina Vereshchuk. Evacuation from the city of Mariupol to the city of Zaporizhia did not happen. We will again do it tomorrow in front of the whole world. Over one and a half thousand civilians have died in Mariupol since the invasion began, according to government figures. In a video statement, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said Russian troops disrupted the work of most humanitarian corridors. But despite everything, 7,114 people were saved from Enohoda, Boka, Hostomel and Kozarovici. It's not just civilians in danger. The president has claimed that Russian forces abducted the mayor of Melitopol, a southeastern city under Russian control. CCTV footage reportedly shows Ivan Fedorov surrounded by 10 soldiers and escorted away from the city's crisis center. Obviously, this is a sign of weakness of the invaders, the president said in a statement. They did not find any support on our land. On the way, the United States deploys more troops to Europe and a technical malfunction sees India fire a missile at Pakistan. Accidentally, it says. The Times Daily World Briefing. Amid reports that his invasion of Ukraine hasn't gone according to plan, Russian President Vladimir Putin on Friday gave the green light to deploy volunteer troops from the Middle East to fight in Ukraine. Regarding the gathering mercenaries from around the world for Ukraine, we see them. The Western sponsors of the Ukrainian regime do not keep it secret. They do it openly disregarding international law. So if you see people who want voluntarily without payment to come and help people living in Donbass, well, we need to meet their efforts and help them reach the combat zone. Up to 16,000 foreign soldiers, many of whom fought in Syria and other recent conflicts, could be sent to Ukraine, fighting alongside Russian-backed rebels in the separatist Donbass region of eastern Ukraine. Vladimir Zelensky has condemned Russia's tactics. He said, it is a patriotic war, a war against a very stubborn enemy which does not pay attention to thousands of its own killed people, killed soldiers, which collects reservists and conscripts to throw them into the hell of this war. The announcement came over two weeks into a war which, some commentators say, has proven more of a challenge to Russia than Putin expected.
From Russian allies to Ukrainian ones, as the United States deploys more troops to Europe. Around 130 soldiers based in the state of Georgia were deployed on short notice and told to prepare for a six-month mission. Captain Sarah Seekins says she doesn't mind the last-minute deployment. I'm thinking about the opportunity and, and how this isn't a normal everyday thing that, 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 that happens. So personally, I don't feel, I don't feel pressed. Um, I'm actually very excited to go over there and, 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 and do our job. Those deployed will join thousands of soldiers already stationed in NATO countries neighbouring Russia. The US Army says their mission in Europe is to reassure NATO allies and deter Russian aggression. But President Biden has stated that troops will not be sent directly into Ukraine, which is not a member of NATO, for fears of sparking another world war. Granted, if we respond, it is World War III, but we have a sacred obligation on NATO territory, a sacred obligation, Article 5, and we will not, although we will not fight the Third World War in Ukraine. Instead of sending troops into Ukraine, the US, along with its Western allies, have imposed tough economic sanctions on Russia. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. Now, for the latest in sport and weather, here's John Jackson. The PGA Tour's flagship event, the Players' Championship Golf, will now likely finish on Monday, a day later than scheduled. Play at TPC Sawgrass in Florida was suspended for the day on Friday after more heavy rain left the course unplayable due to waterlogging. This followed an opening day affected by thunderstorms. The event has seen seven Monday finishes in the past, the most recent coming in 2005. It's never concluded on a Tuesday, but more rain could make that a possibility. Englishman Tommy Fleetwood and America's Tom Hoagie carded matching six under par 66 to share the first round lead, while Bryce Garnett was level with them with five holes left to play in his opening round. The Times Daily World Briefing We move now to India, where, earlier this week, a missile was accidentally fired into neighbouring Pakistan following a reported technical malfunction during routine maintenance. Pakistani officials said the missile crashed near the country's eastern city of Mir Chanu, 310 miles from Islamabad. There were no casualties. India did not initially inform Pakistan of the incident, and a spokesperson from the Pakistani military condemned what they called the country's disregard for aviation safety. The incident could have resulted in a major aviation disaster, as well as civilian casualties on ground. Pakistan strongly protests this flagrant violation and cautions against recurrence of any such incident in future. Tensions between the two countries, who have fought three wars, had eased in recent months and the incident immediately raised questions about safety mechanisms. In a statement, India's Ministry of Defence said that it had taken a serious view and ordered a high-level court of inquiry. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 12th of March. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.